I'm Dr. Omar Khan. I'm Dr. Shannon Gowland. I'm Dr. Tiffany Dursey. And welcome to Vet Sessions. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dr. Tiffany Dursey, and I'm so excited today to have our special guest in-house, Dr. Peter Conlin. Dr. Conlin was the second director at the Ontario Veterinary College Primary Healthcare Centre, and he was very instrumental in the growth and development of the centre. He's also the past Associate Dean of Students at OVC, and he continues to promote the importance of primary care in the veterinary curriculum. Peter, it's so great to have you here today. Thank you very much, Tiff. I really appreciate the opportunity. Great. So uh, before we get started, we would like to know a little bit about your veterinary journey and how is it that you became the director of the OVC Primary Healthcare Center? Um, and uh, how, did, how did you get here? Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, well, I, I think probably is like a lot of veterinarians' careers, it's somewhat circuitous. I graduated mm-hmm. from OVC in 1980, which is like just probably unimaginably long ago. <laughs> so except for COVID, my class would have had our 40th reunion oh, wow. last year. That's great. Uh, so it's still on still on hold. Um, so I, then I practiced for a couple of years in a mixed animal practice uh, northwest of Guelph. And I decided I'd like to come back to academia. And I did a PhD in pharmacology in uh, biomedical sciences and uh, started on faculty. And that was 1986. And um, so after a number of years on faculty, there was an opportunity to join administration and I uh, became in 95 the uh, assistant dean students. And then um, in 2008, the associate dean students and uh, continued in my faculty role and and taught communication skills and art of veterinary medicine one. So I had the privilege of, of teaching uh, a lot of vet students over, mm-hmm. over the years or student veterinarians, which I really enjoyed and still, still continue to enjoy. And then in um, 2011, uh, Dr. Elizabeth Stone asked me if I would consider uh, becoming the first interim director and then the, uh, then the permanent director of the primary healthcare center. And I did that until my associate dean student's uh, role finished after 10 years in 2018 and the directorship um, with it. And so now I've sort of come full circle and I'm back on faculty as a professor in biomedical sciences. That is amazing. And actually, you taught pharmacology to myself and Dr. Omar Khan mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Uh, and you were our associate um, dean of students. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we remember you very fondly. And then, of course, uh, the director of us here at the Primary Healthcare Center. So um, very exciting journey. Um, we would like to talk a little bit about primary care today. Um, and the Primary Care uh, Health Center here at the Ontario Vet- Veterinary College is quite an amazing center. Um, what, why, what is it in veterinary primary care um, that is so important and why is it important to have primary care in the veterinary curriculum? I, I think it, it's really important that primary care is seen as a, as a discipline in, a, in itself, not a specialty. You know, it's sometimes hard to define what a specialty is, but certainly a, a discipline that people recognize that has a whole set of skills and knowledge and, and aptitudes that, that goes, goes with it. And you know, there's multiple, multiple competencies, as, as you know, far better than I, that students have to achieve and continue to achieve through their, through their primary care career. So it, it really is, um, 
being in the curriculum, I think, shows everyone how important it is. Because if it's something that, you know, there's learning outcomes, there's competencies, there's assessments, um, it says this is important stuff and we really need to pay attention to it. And um, I think the, the center and the curriculum and everything around primary care at OVC hopefully provides that, that message to, to everyone. And I think now, you know, if you ask students, what if you didn't have the primary health care center there, there would be, be uh, yeah, absolutely. There'd be an uprising, I think, because it, it is right. just so much now of their education. But at first, when we started, it wasn't necessarily seen as something so vital, um, you know, right away uh, as, as it is, as it is now. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I, I always think it's really interesting because in Britain, they call uh, primary care first opinion practice. Mm, mm. And I think that that's just so, so very important. And it really highlights that, uh, I mean, there's first opinion, second opinion, and now, of course, third opinion yeah, uh, practice. Yeah, yeah. And it's so important for, because so many of our students go into general practice, yeah. um, like you said, to give primary care the attention that it deserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Um can you tell us about how the Ontario Veterinary College Primary Healthcare Centre came to be? Yeah, well, it it really um, was the idea of Dr. Elizabeth Stone, who was the previous dean at, at OVC. And when I think as soon as Elizabeth arrived here, uh, and and I think quite a long time before, she'd been thinking about primary care and primary care education. And so, from about two thousand and six or so. Elizabeth started sort of gathering uh, ideas and resources and people Mm -hmm. to um, start thinking about the center. And so there were a number of teams that that came together to, uh, one was, you know, building committee, another Mm -hmm. one which um, I was very uh, pleased to be involved with was curriculum uh, team and and others uh for sure and those people's ideas all coming together as to what primary care should should look like because there really wasn't a lot of models um certainly hundreds of clinics across ontario Mm -hmm. as primary care but what did it look like in an academic setting and what you know educationally what what should it what should it look like so there was a lot of work to do the the beautiful thing was it was an absolutely bare spot in in many many ways where the center sits now uh was some people perhaps of my vintage will remember the horse paddocks that were were here (laughs) and so it it wasn't like we were trying to adapt a building or um anything like that it was like what do you think you know should should it look like and what should happen in it and so, um, and then um, Elizabeth uh, worked with Hills Pet Nutrition and, right. and the beginning of a really great partnership with, with Hills. Um, and um, they provided um, capital funding and the provincial government right. provided the other part of the funding. And so ideas are wonderful, but you got to have money to True. put them into action and so we did and that was that was um really great so having the center uh was the f- the first piece and then thinking about well who's going to be in it mm-hmm. and what are we going to do here and what are students going to learn and how are they going to be assessed and so it's you know continues you know as, as you know continues to evolve and 
continues to be a, a center of just great energy and great uh, connectivity. Um, it's it's you know just the the center itself is is you know just a building if you want to say that it's a wonderful building but it allows so much to happen in the primary care program at OVC and um, being a standalone uh, building is um, I think an important thing too because right. it, it allows us to have this entity where we have you know great relations with our specialist colleagues or Right. I, I know you do, um, and uh, but we're still self-contained to mimic what happens out in practice situations where um, students will be students, students will be working once once they graduate. So I think that's the you know it, it really um, has you know just I think everything you might imagine um, to. That, that you need and it was built in a year which certainly Phenomenal. for the university yeah. um is lightning speed <laughs> and uh it really there wasn't you know massive bumps in the road or yeah. anyth- anything like that and it's really i think been a really good news story since then and and Absolutely. um you know uh client base is is growing there was not mm-hmm. a lot at first for, for sure but um I think once, you know, word of mouth and the reputation gets out and all the good work that everybody here right. did and does uh, still, I mean, it's, it's people come from a long way yeah, they away sure do. To, to, to see you. So, yeah, um, yeah, so I think it's, it's really been a, a great success story uh, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. The uh, The building itself is uh, incredible. It's beautiful. Um, and it has everything that we need. In yeah. fact, we were talking about it the other day that I think if we built it again, there are very few things that we do yeah, differently. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. For so, sure. so we've got uh, in the facility, because obviously in the podcast, you can't see the, the facility, um, but um, it is basically set up like a general practice. And so we have, you know, six exam rooms for dog and cat patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a full surgical suite, uh, medical treatment area. We have x-rays, ultrasound, uh, in-house blood work, everything that you would need. And then, of course, the amazing part about this facility is that the clients in the community and surrounding mm-hmm. can bring their pets in and first they see a final year OVC student um, and we have these really interesting observation rooms where the veterinarians and other students can can see um, and and monitor and, and learn uh, and then of course the three veterinarians, Dr. Omar Khan uh, myself, Dr. Shannon Gowland um, we um, coach the students through these appointments and interact with the clients and the students to ensure that they're learning or co- being coached um, and, and practicing veterinary medicine, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. So. And, and I know when I had the opportunity to, to talk with clients when they were here, one of the, and well, I think one of the characteristics of primary care, but one of the characteristics here that really impressed them and reassured them of the level of care was that it was a team approach. Absolutely. And they felt that it was highly unlikely that anything would be missed in in the work For with sure. their pet because so many people's and so many people's brains and ideas right. were involved in taking care of their family member and and that Absolutely. that was really attractive uh, attractive to them and I, I don't think I'd appreciated it that much before but when you hear it from yeah. clients saying it and and how much it means to them that's really significant yeah and it's amazing uh, uh, how many community members are so supportive of education yeah. and uh, you know we try to teach in the moments 
So I'll be mm-hmm. asking students, you know, what do they think or what do they think yeah. is happening? And sometimes the clients even raise their hands and try to contribute yeah, information. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's a pretty, pretty fun yeah. learning environment. And I often like to say that we're not necessarily teaching, but more kind of a, a coaching type yeah, thing. For, and uh, for sure. it's, it's been an amazing thing. Yeah. And, I, and I think for the clients to see, see that learning happening right in front of them, you know, I, I, I was talking about the value of veterinary medicine and not, right. not, I mean, the cost, yeah, the cost is the cost, but a number and a, and a, a you know, it's $500 without some reference point of value mm-hmm. means really nothing. It just it sounds awfully big, but you know, what do right. I get for that? But seeing that and, and sort of peeling back the layers and, and allowing clients to see the value and seeing the learning process and seeing how you think about things right? Um, and the students think about, about things. I think that really is hugely significant in them saying, wow, I did get value for what I spent here. Um, and Absolutely. that's, you know, really, really key piece. Yeah. It's a really, uh, really interesting program. I've, I've loved working here. Um, been here now for over 10 years, which is hard to believe. And it's been interesting to see how it's evolved and it continues to be a very popular rotation, um, mm-hmm. for our final year students. And I think it's because they want to so desperately practice. Yeah. Um, and this really gives them the opportunity to interact and communicate and make decisions. So, um, yeah. So what do you think the benefits are of having all veterinary students partake in this dedicated three-week clinical small animal primary health care rotation um, during their final year? Because um, uh, for those that don't, don't mm. know, veterinary students have the opportunity now to stream. So when they're in final year, uh, as I understand, they can um, take a mixed animal uh, practice kind of uh, pathway, um, or they can perhaps uh, choose large animal um, or uh, small animal. But nonetheless, all of the the students um you know this is a mandatory mm-hmm. rotation and although some large animal students may initially feel a bit reluctant uh, i know my experience has been that they're very grateful for the contact and and the information that they 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 gather here at the primary health care center mm-hmm. well i i think it, it's really hugely beneficial i mean first of all being part of part of a team sure um it's highly unusual if not impossible to work in veterinary medicine without working with colleagues and Absolutely. and in a team. So, um, and no matter what the species is, there's going to be teamwork. Um, communicating with clients, the the more that student veterinarians can do that, I think I think the better. better. I mean, you just can't have enough enough of that and and a range of clients that mm-hmm. they, that they get to get to interact with. I think uh, problem solving and, you mm-hmm. know, just challenges. So, it's not necessarily the knowledge that goes into the problem it's the process of how do i work through a problem what questions do i ask what how do what test do i want to run what do i do with the results what does it mean mm-hmm. how do i communicate that how do what do i decide to do next is all i mean no matter if it's a cow pig sheep right. horse cat dog guinea pig mm-hmm. it's the same process and so i think the more times that can be um in, you know, imprinted for one of a better word um, in, in veterinary students' minds, then, then that's, I I think very, very helpful. Um, You know, experiential learning, Mm -hmm. growing confidence and um, ability and being able to say, wow, I can, I can do that. I can do this. And uh, you know, whether it's, it's 
um, suturing or, mm-hmm. um, you know, exploratory laparotomy or removing a lump or right. whatever, whatever it is, the, you know, the muscle memory and being able to do that mm-hmm. and being confident and knowing, Hey, that doesn't look too bad. And like pretty nice incision. I just sewed up there. Um, that, that can be, you know, really, really helpful. I think, um, you know, things like, um, maybe palpating a cat's kidneys and mm-hmm. palpating a cow's ovary. I mm-hmm. mean, you're, you're using, you know, fine, fine motor skills to, mm-hmm. to do that. So I think there's so much cross pollination, um, that it, and you know, people also change careers, um, from do, sure. the, the species that they think they're going to work with to the ones that they maybe end up working with. Um, and so having this knowledge here and the ability to kind of go back and forth and across species, I think is, is really, really important. So, so I think it, it is, um, it, it didn't start off that everybody, um, you know, um, went through okay. the PHC in the in the final year, and it was started with with the companion animal stream, but then uh, bringing in the large animal stream. I think it's a, a really good idea, and I think students really enjoy that opportunity and uh, working working with their classmates and working with clients and with you folks here too. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I, I had a student just this past week actually that was a large animal stream, and she mentioned to me after this rotation that she might actually think about either mixed or small. Yeah. Um, and and I, I again, I think uh, getting back to your suggestion about building confidence and building people mm-hmm. up, um, certainly we try really really hard um, to uh, encourage and, and allow these students to flourish and to practice as veterinarians and to give them that opportunity. Yeah. And I think, um, as you said, you know, I've learned over the years that uh, you know we we do. Have have the ability to problem solve and it mm-hmm. do- doesn't matter what species comes through the door because sometimes yeah. we have yeah. some unusual things that come yeah. through our door yeah. here um, and uh, the neat thing about being a veterinarian is our ability to um, to, to problem solve mm-hmm. and to you know think about what have we seen before and what's different about this and, and how can we attack this problem yeah. and that's really exciting about yeah. veterinary medicine yeah. mm-hmm. and then you know I think if we look at you know where is primary care in veterinary medicine you know, really flourished. It's right. in food animals, um, right? That's that's just being you know the the field service that, at OVC is like fifty or sixty years old. Wow! Uh, and so that I mean, it's just so accepted. It's an ongoing mm-hmm. you know relationship based continuity of care, wellness based um, approach to um, taking care of of food animals. Right. And so I mean, those are all the, the qualities that we'd like to have in. Um, taking care of you know our patients here right is to um, is is that it's not sort of a they're here for a week and we do all the great things we do and then we don't see them again or um, you know maybe for a recheck or something like that so it's a it's a different kind of approach from the you know specialty practice kind of approach but it's a necessary specialty practices have to do what they do the way they do it and here uh, I think that the real bonus and benefit is to have that ongoing, ongoing um, relationship. And also thinking about, you know, what's the role of the animal in people's lives and understanding Mm -hmm. that and how that changes, you know, is this a, is this a starter child um, dog, you know, or is this a um, (laughs) empty nester? Empty nester. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or is this somebody's, you know, uh, exercise companion? Right. Um, You know, what is the role and understanding that? And I think that's so important um, to um, factor that into, uh, to 
companion animal primary care. Yeah, it's, it's a good point because, uh, you know, uh, the students will mention to us that, wow, you know, the, the three of you vets, you, you really have relationships with these clients mm. and you really know them. And, and, and sometimes we know about their families yep. and, and about their lives. And um, and they they really appreciate that it is the development of relationships yeah. and the importance of the veterinarian um, yeah. to, you know, to be in the life of, yeah. of these people and their pets. Yeah. So. And I think that, you know, the context of the pet in the family, in the environment, right? Where else do they go? You know, do they go visit grandma? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on at grandma's house? Well, we know what's going on at the pet's mm-hmm. regular home. What's going on somewhere? Where do they, you know, when they visit, or do they go to the dog park, or you know, where you know, or the, are they traveling, or whatever? So, what's right. their, you know, I don't know, lifestyle is kind of an overused word, but you know, what sure. what is their life like yep. outside of the primary healthcare center, and and who do they who do they interact with? Yeah, and I know that's one part of primary care that I really, really enjoy is the development of these relationships. Mm-hmm. And and I have to say that, um, you know, when when there comes the time where unfortunately a, a pet passes away, mm-hmm. uh, I feel sometimes very sad oh, yeah. that sometimes that means the end of my relationship yeah. with these people and the, yeah. and the family. And yeah. and uh, and I think it's great for the students to see uh, the development of yeah. these relationships yeah. and how important it is to be, yeah. you know, to be there for well, these that, people. Yeah, well, that's an interesting point because mm-hmm. see the law. You know, you could have seen them as a puppy, right? Right, right through. That's right. So you're certainly grieving. Oh, absolutely. That loss, but then grieving the loss of the human relationship. Oh, too. for sure. I think that's a really important thing you hit on for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's something that again, you know, I, I love about primary care. So I love the development of relationships, and I tend to be a bit chatty, so I enjoy mm. chatting uh, chatting people up. And uh, you know, it it really is such a such a great profession. Yeah. And uh, certainly, I'm glad that with the primary healthcare center uh, and the access that all our students have to it, that they can see how amazing it is to be in general practice and and community practice. Yeah. I think is a good way. Yeah, so, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, so Dr. Conlon, it's been so fantastic to have you here today. It's always been great working with you. I'm so happy um, that you could be here with us today and I hope you'll come back sometime and talk to us more about primary care. Very happy to. Thanks a lot. Excellent. So thank you everybody for listening. If you would like to follow us, please do on Instagram at Vet Sessions. If you have any questions or you have any ideas for future podcasts, please email us at vetsessions at hotmail.com. We'll see you soon.